Hey guys, welcome in to College Sportscast, presented by the Fanboys. We have a special guest with us tonight. We're going to be doing a mock draft. And for 2023, the NFL draft is the last weekend in April, April the 27th through the 29th, I believe. And we are going to be doing a special tonight, the first two rounds of a mock draft. And we have Josiah on with us. He has a YouTube channel that he does football and basketball coverage. And he's on his Gridiron channel right now. So, hey, Josiah. How's it going? I appreciate you guys having me on. He has a whole uh, software system here set up. And we were going to be kind of running through the first two rounds of the draft. And uh, we're going to let him kind of, uh, you know, he, he's with a, another or two and, and they insider information a little bit and and uh, they're going to compass and uh, go through the entire first two rounds and we're going to see where some of the top college players might land. So I think Chicago Bears have the first pick, Josiah. There's some rumors that uh, they might trade that pick. Is there – do you think that might happen? Well, I think it probably will end up happening that the Bears trade it. I don't think I'm going to trade today just because the season's not over. We really don't know what trades are going to look like. I don't think the Bears will stay in this spot, though. This is a very There's three quarterbacks that are highly coveted in this draft, and the Bears aren't in need of a quarterback. They seem pretty comfortable with Justin Fields right now, and I think that they will end up trading back, acquiring future assets, and proving this offensive line, this wide receiver core and defense is top priority for the Bears. But in this mock draft, we're going to keep them at the number one overall pick. And defense is a huge need, especially that defensive line. They need some help there. And I really like Jalen Carter as the number one player on the board. Um, great size. He was absolutely dominant on that Georgia defense. I think he's going to end up being the number one player off the board. It's harder to find dominant players on the interior of the defensive line than it is to find a player on the edge. As great as Will Anderson is, I think Jalen Carter is going to be the number one pick in the 2023 NFL draft, assuming that the Bears stay at number one. Right. And Will Anderson would be the other guy I would think that would that would be considered. So, Yeah, definitely. Uh, then we move on to the Houston Texans at two. They need a quarterback. They, after trading Watson, they're in that need of a quarterback. For me, the number one quarterback on the board is Bryce Young. You can point to the size of being a question mark. He is a little bit slimmer, but he's an athlete. He plays hard. He's competitive, good arm, mobile. I think he's got all the physical tools you would want other than the size. 
And it's a perfect situation for whoever the Texans coach is going to be to just get their franchise quarterback and be able to build the offense around him. So I'm young here for the Texans too. You can't go wrong with Bryce Young in Alabama, I don't think. Quick question. Go ahead, Jason. Do you think that – and I know it's early and you you, you are predicting uh, this early, but do you think that he could be dethroned as the top quarterback in the draft? I think it's possible. And I think if anyone was to do it, it would be Will Levis from Kentucky. I think if he ends up having a crazy combine and crazy pro day, shows off his ridiculous arm talent, his mobility – yeah, I could see Will Levis jumping up to number one and just wowing NFL scouts. But for right now, I think Bryce Young is pretty comfortable as the number one quarterback. I got you. I think he's a safer pick for right now. But yeah, yeah. But Will Levis' like, intelligence and and stuff will mm-hmm. probably come into play too. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the number three pick with the Arizona Cardinals, JJ Watt just retired. Zach Allen's a free agent. They need help on their defensive line. They need help everywhere on this team, but. You're going to be arguably the best player in this entire class, and that's Will Anderson Jr. Gives me a lot of Micah Parsons vibes. I think he's going to be fantastic off the edge for Arizona, an immediate impact player at a premium position in this league. I think this is a can't-miss pick for the Cardinals here at three. So that gives Alabama two of the top three picks. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to my favorite team, the number four pick, Indianapolis Colts. They need to just stop going after veteran quarterbacks, draft your young guy, I know people are going to point to the Ohio State quarterbacks never being out in the NFL. I'm not buying that. C.J. Stroud is fantastic, and he answered all the question marks I had about him in the national champion or in the college football playoff against Georgia. His ability to move outside of the pocket was fantastic. He was mobile, running around, making plays. He's got the arm talent. He can read defense as well. I love C.J. Stroud. Chris Ballard, the Colts GM, loves the Ohio State players. I think he's going to take C.J. Stroud here at four, assuming they don't trade up to one to take Bryce Young. But I, I'm going to take Stroud here at four. Hey, I got a question. You were talking to us. You were talking to us earlier uh, about some potential deals, and I know that you weren't going to talk about deals with your with your mock draft that we're doing right here. But what were some of the potential deals as far as the number one, and maybe even possibly with your Colts that you thought might happen? Yeah, I think the Colts are going to end up ultimately trading up to number one. This is a team that has a ton of talent on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. They just need that quarterback. And I think if Bryce Young is their guy or whoever their guy is, they're going to want to jump the Texans to take the number one pick. So I think they would trade number four. They would move on from their second pick, which I think is uh, number 34. I think they'd even consider moving their first rounder next year, similar to what the Bears did when they traded up to take Justin Fields. I think the Colts are in play. I think the Panthers are in play as well. A very similar offer, their number nine pick. They've got two second rounders and then a future first. Just to, I think these teams that are in need of a quarterback, they don't want their guy to be off the board or a team to potentially jump them. Uh, Arizona's a trade back spot. As I said, they've got so many holes. So I think the Colts, if they want to take their franchise guy, jumping up is very possible here for number one. Um, moving on to number five, we've got the Seattle Seahawks. And this is a team that really impressed me this year. This is the Broncos pick. Um, I know they definitely need some help in the edge rush department. And I really like Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Really fits their defensive scheme. 
He's got massive arms. Is going to be a. He's got great speed off the line of scrimmage. He's going to be a great pairing with Uchina Nwosu in that um, defensive line. I think he's going to be a great immediate impact player again off the edge for the Seattle Seahawks. I think cool. Seattle just keep getting. I say the rich get richer. They give up Russell West. I mean, what's the office? I want Russell. Russell Wilson and land a number five pick. Great GM move. Yeah, absolutely. They crushed it. This is where I think in most mock drafts, these are the top five guys. You might see Will Levis in there over Stroud or different things like that. This is kind of where I think the draft starts here at six. I'm going to go a little off the board here. I know everyone's going to look at Tyree Wilson. Some people have mocked Will Levis here to the Lions. I think they're very safe with Jared Goff. He played fantastic. The Lions were a win away from the playoffs. Um, They need some help in their secondary. And for me, the number one corner on the board is Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. I'm going to take him here at six. They get a pick of any corner in the entire draft. And physical corner who would really fit Dan Campbell's system. I think he's going to be a great player immediately. Incredible size. Long arms, long wingspan. I think he's going to be the guy here at six. Um, Moving on to number seven, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are a hard team to mock for because, again, they have so many needs. But we're assuming they're going to trade Derek Carr here. That seems to be inevitable. Assuming they don't sign a veteran quarterback, they're going to go young here. And I I think it's going to end up being Will Levis. I I don't think, for me, I don't think Levis is an immediate day one starter. I think he needs to sit for a year or so to really learn the NFL game. But for the Raiders that need a quarterback, I think they're going to take a chance here. Take Levis, who has unbelievable potential if his different decision-making habits can like fall off and he can like control the ball. He has the highest potential of any quarterback in this draft. He also has the highest question marks. But I think the Raiders are a team... They need to clear cap space. They need their franchise guy. I think Will Levis will be that here at number seven for the Raiders. That's interesting. At the teams eight, that I keep hearing is Carolina, Carolina, or the Colts for the I keep hearing for Will Levis. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about the Raiders. I almost took Anthony Richardson to the Raiders because I have been hearing buzz about that, but I'm not high on Anthony Richardson. Um, I have him here. You'll see where I have him, but I've got Levis here at seven. At number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. This is a no-brainer pick here, and that's Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Just a, I believe he's six six, two hundred eighty pounds, something like that. He's huge. He can play on the edge. He can play on the interior. He can play linebacker in some schemes. He's scheme versatile. He's going to be a really good player. And the Falcons need some pass rush help. Grady Jarrett is a good interior presence. They need a guy on the outside, and I think Tyree Wilson is that guy for me here at eight. Number nine, we've got the Carolina Panthers. This is where I'm going to take Anthony Richardson. I know I don't – I'm not super high on Richardson. Again, another guy similar to Levis. He's got a ridiculous arm. He can move around in the pocket. He's got a lot of the physical tools you would look for. He also has some major question marks, overthrows at time, inaccuracy. Carolina needs their franchise guy, though. They haven't had quarterback stability since Cam Newton, and I think they need to find their guy. Anthony Richardson, best quarterback left on the board. Another team is going to take him if they don't. I think there's going to be four quarterbacks in the top ten, so I'm taking Richardson so here at nine. It's really interesting if if Carolina takes Anthony Richardson is, is that he is so similar to Cam Newton. Yeah, definitely. His game. 
Yeah. He is. I mean, big arm, mobile, can move around. Again, you could see him turning into a Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton type player, but he could also be bust. I mean, that's the hard thing with these quarterbacks that have these physical tools that you look for. I mean, yeah, it could really pan out, but look at what happened with Zach Wilson, a guy who had all the tools and he's a bust. So you never know with these guys, but I think Carolina, they're getting their new head coach. I think they're going to take a shot here at number nine and take their quarterback. At number 10, we got the Philadelphia Eagles, who have played fantastic. They get a top 10 pick from the Saints. Interesting here. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, There's been a few ways I've gone with this before. I'm going to take corner here. They've got some aging um, corners, and they need some secondary help. And the best corner left on the board for me is Joey Porter out of Penn State. Love his game, physical corner. Think would be a very nice compliment to go along with Darius Slay in that secondary. So I'm going to take him here at 10. Penn State. Okay. All right. Um, at number 11, um, at number 11, we got the Tennessee Titans. Um, they need offensive line help in the worst way. Their offensive line is horrible. doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You've got to be able to protect him. I like Paris Johnson Jr. a lot. I think he's the best tackle prospect on the board. They need to be able to open run lanes for Derrick Henry, protect whoever's starting at quarterback. So I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr. here at number 11. And then at number 12, it looks like Brandon Cooks is out the door in Houston. They need a number one receiver. I love Quentin Johnston, a guy with incredible size. I believe he's 6'4", but he runs like a slot receiver. He's got incredible speed, size. I think he's going to be fantastic. And just a Bryce Young-Quentin Johnston duo. They've got the offensive line, a decent offensive line. This could be a really nice pairing for years to come. So I love this Quentin Johnston fit in Houston. I agree um, with you. I really like Quentin Johnston as the top receiver, too, um, in this draft. But I was hearing earlier today that there's a chance that he might slide down to the 20s. I don't know if that's true or not, I but think, that's what I was hearing. I think it's a smoke screen. I, I don't believe that one second. I mean, he's one of the most – I think he – is a very physically gifted wide receiver. I like him more than Addison, and I'm a huge Vic Jordan Addison fan. So we'll see what ends up happening. But for me, I'm taking Quentin Johnson here. Shout out okay. to my guy, the mock draft guy. He's been mocking this for a while at number 13. He's a Jets fan, and I'm going to do it again because the more I think about it, the more I love it. Yes, the Jets need tackle badly, but they also need safety really bad. Brian Branch is unbelievably talented, and he's going to be the pick here. I think pairing Brian Branch with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, that would make one of the most scary secondaries in all of football. Branch can play nickel corner as well. I mean, he's so scheme versatile. He's going to be a fantastic player, physical. I love Brian Branch, and he's going to be the pick here at 13. And then Great. at number four. So we have, we have Chris, we have Chris uh, Spiratic on with us, and he just says, how's it going, fellas? I just want to say hi. He's part of our fanboy. Quick question. Quick question. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead. What's your question about the Jets pick? On that Jets pick, man, I think you hit it right on the head. But also, quarterback, quarterback. What would it look like if Lamar Jackson ended up at the New York Jets? Well, then the Jets wouldn't have this pick. It'd be a Ravens pick. But I. It looks like there's going to be some contract stuff with Lamarta with Baltimore. 
I I would love to see the Jets because I think if you put Lamar on the Jets, that team is in the AFC Championship game. That team is so talented. They've got the receivers. They've got an incredible defense. Yes, think, yes, yes. I think they're more in the line of more of a game manager, though. They don't restart star quarterback to get them to the next level. They just need a guy who doesn't turn the ball over. So I love Jimmy G to the Jets. I like Derek Carr a lot to the Jets. And a guy that's not going to be as expensive in a trade where they have to give up multiple first-round picks. As amazing as Lamar Jackson to the Jets is, I don't think it's too realistic. It could happen, and it would be amazing for the Jets, but I think they're going to end up with a Derek Carr or um, Jimmy Garoppolo-type player, which is a massive upgrade over Zach Wilson and Mike White. So That's true. Um, I just, I, I just wonder if they're going to grant him not franchise tag him uh, anymore and just let him walk freely because I think I think Lamar really wants to get out of there but uh I think but so I too. Just, I, that was I, I I just see the Jets Jets I think if they had Lamar this would be a totally uh different discussion a bigger market for him uh that New York I think New York would love him and I think he would bring the Jets up out of obscurity of being in the tape for so long because to me to me if they was to keep everything and, and and get that cornerback out of uh, Alabama, like you said, and get a quarterback, scary team. But let me let you work. Let me let you work. I like what uh, Sporadic <laughs> is saying. So Sporadic is, is saying a couple things. Yeah. yeah. He's saying Rodgers to the Jets. I think that's more likely than the Lamar one, which, again, similar to what you just said, Aaron Rodgers in New York, um, big market. It, it just sounds perfect with those receivers. Yeah, they need some offensive line help, which they can – you, you can find good value at the offensive line positions down the board, but I love Rodgers to the Jets. But, yeah, a quarterback makes a lot of sense there. I mean, this is like so one, this is this is like this is like a rod to the Yankees would be would be <laughs> Rodgers to the Jets. Right. Sure. I'm not so, a baseball guy, but I'm going to roll with I, it. Just, so one <laughs> thing I want to mention right now, you mentioned mock draft guy. Mock draft guy was on with us tonight. Um, he got called into work, and um, Josiah here was mentioned to me, and he's kind of a mock draft guy's protege, and uh, you can see that he's doing a, a well with us tonight. So we're excited to have Josiah with us, and I just wanted to mention why mock draft guy was not with us, but uh, we have a, have a great fill-in with us tonight with Josiah. So you're doing a great job with us, man. I just wanted to uh, kind of hands and our people because I had kind of promoed for mock draft YouTube guy to be here. So. Yeah, understood. Um, moving on to number 14, the new England Patriots, such a weird team. Um, great defense, good pass rush. Uh, they need offensive line help and they need a wide receiver. Bill Belichick will probably take someone way down the board that no one's expecting, but I'm not Bill Belichick, so <laughs> I'm going to take Jordan one. Addison. That's okay. Um, I think Jordan Addison is a perfect pairing with Mac Jones. Get the guy the ball in space and just watch this guy go to work. He's fantastic in the open field. Really like him. Um, yeah, I mean, he played fantastic for Pitt. He had an incredible season for USC. I think he's going to end up – I mean, I've seen a lot of people say he's wide receiver one. I think Johnston is my wide receiver one, but I do like Jordan Addison quite a bit. I think he's going to go in the top 15, so I'm going to take the Patriots here at 14. Uh, for the Green Bay Packers here at 15, we were mentioning the Packers. It looks like an Aaron Rodgers 
potential breakup there. Is this the year they finally draft a wide receiver in the first round? Jackson has got a lot of question marks. For that <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be the year, though. This is the parting okay. shot I mean, for please. Aaron Rodgers. Is they, draft, they draft a wide receiver in the first round because that is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they do it. I mean, uh, I think. Oh, my God. Need for them. I like the tight end here. I like Michael Mayer a lot. I'm going to pass him up because I think there's some much needed help on that offensive line. I know this is not the sexy pick here, but I'm going to take Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern, a guy who can play tackle or guard. I think he's going to be a lot more effective at the guard position in the NFL. And the Packers just don't draft skill. And to be honest with you, that sounds exactly like the Packers, that they're going to take an offensive or defensive offensive line. Very Packers in very Packers form right there. But at the same time, that is very much – a, a, a position of need as well. Yeah, it I is, think, but I it's mean, so Packers. <laughs> as much as they would love that wide receiver, I just don't think that's going to be addressed in round one, maybe in round two, but round one, I think they're going to address that offensive line. Uh, moving on to number 16, the Washington commanders. That's still taking a lot of getting used to saying, but it is, they need some cornerback help and they need some tight end help. And I, I haven't seen this one mocked here a lot, and I really love Michael Mayer to Washington. Um, Logan Thomas is always injured, and that's just not where he is supposed to. He played quarterback in college. They need some help at the tight end position. Michael Mayer, I think, is fantastic. Good receiver and a good blocking tight end as well. They've got Brian Robinson. They've got Antonio Gibson. This is a team that wants to run the football. They obviously could go quarterback. I don't think there's one worth taking here. I'm going to take Michael Mayer here. Haven't seen this one a lot, but I really like the fit for them here at 16. Um, At number 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is like the easiest pick on the entire board. They need offensive line. Uh, Broderick Jones, best tackle left on the board. You've got to be able to protect Kenny Pickett, who really impressed me. And I think that he's a, it's a must that you protect your quarterback. So take Broderick. I don't think he played fantastic Georgia last year. And I think he's a huge, um, Upgrade for that offensive line there at 17. That's and then at number pick. 18. At 17, I know, do you think – yeah, 17. I, I'm, we're, I, I hate to stop you because you're on a roll. At 17, you don't think that maybe they go wide receiver here? No, I don't because they've got – they drafted George Pickens in the second round last year who was fantastic. I like Deontay Johnson quite a bit. And they've got some other pieces there. I think that could be addressed in free agency, maybe down the board a little bit. But with a first-round pick, they've got two second-round picks. With a first-rounder, um, I'm not really feeling the uh, wide receiver. Um, I see the comments here. Um, I think Packers go after Hopkins and trade and Cooper from the Browns. I like Amari Cooper to stay Cleveland, and I like DeAndre Hopkins join him in Cleveland, especially with the Watson-DeAndre Hopkins combo in Houston. Definitely could see that one happening. And he also says that the Rams get a huge trade for Jalen Ramsey. I, I don't see his value being more than a second-round pick, especially this year, considering how deep of a cornerback class this is. I just don't see a team moving a first-rounder to get a guy who was very inconsistent in the 2022 season. So That's those are my true. thoughts on that. We do appreciate Spiratics being always. Keep the comments coming, man. Get, 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 yes. get some more of the team comment 
Yes. <laughs> um, moving on to the 18th pick, the Detroit Lions. One of my, I know you guys are Packers fans. One of my favorite teams to watch in the entire NFL. Um, they drafted Christian Gonzalez at number six. And then here we are at number 18. I, I know linebacker is not highly coveted in the draft, but I mean, it's hard to not just absolutely love Trenton Simpson. Um, incredible speed and size at the linebacker position. Great, great tackler. Physical. against Dan Campbell's system so well. They need to address defense so badly in this draft. Trenton Simpson, I know linebacker is not, again, super highly drafted, but Trenton Simpson, I think, is going to be um, a high first-round pick in the top 20. Um, at number 19, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They need some secondary help. I'm going back and forth between a couple of guys right now, and um, I think I'm going to take Devon Witherspoon here out of Illinois. I think he's going to be the guy here. I know Ringo... I had him in my last mock going at 10. He's fallen a little bit for me, but really like Devon Witherspoon. Um, great size. Again, had a fantastic season at Illinois, and he's rising up draft boards. I saw Daniel Jeremiah mocked him as high as six. I'm going to have him here at 19. I think he fits. Jamel Dean's a free agent. They're getting older in that secondary, and they really need some help there. So I'm going to take Devon Witherspoon here for the um, Buccaneers. And then at number 20, We've got the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm going to go interior offensive lineman here. And I'm going to take Osiris Torrance out of Florida. They need some offensive line help still. Charles Cross, Abe Lucas were good at the tackle positions, but definitely think they could improve on that offensive line. Osiris Torrance is fantastic, best guard in this entire draft. They get him at 20. He they had a, he had a real great line. year at Florida. Yeah, he played fantastic at Florida. I think he's worked himself up to a number one uh, first-round pick. Um, so I'm going to put him here at 20. And then at 21, the Los Angeles Chargers or Chokers, depends on how you read that. Um, <laughs> you know, I read Chokers. Chokers, yes. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing too. <laughs> yes. They have a lot of needs. They say wide receivers, their number one need on the board. I disagree. Joshua Palmer was great for the Chargers this year. Tight end, you could talk me into, do I love Darnell Washington here in the first round? No. Best player on the board here, defensive lineman Brian Bercy out of Clemson. Dealt with injuries. Super athletic, though, and he's going to be the pick. I think he's going to fall down the board a little bit, but the Chargers getting him at 21, I think it makes a lot of sense here um, for the Chargers. And then um, at number 22, the Baltimore Ravens. This is another pick. So simple. Wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yes, he's dealt with injuries. Yes, there's some question marks there, but the Ravens need a number one receiver so badly. Devin DuVernay, Rashad Bateman, those guys just aren't going to cut it, and they're just never healthy. So Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be the pick here for me at 22. At number 23, we got the Minnesota Vikings. Now, if Anthony Richardson was still on the board here, he would be the pick. I, I think they would definitely consider – Anthony Richardson here to develop behind Kirk Cousins for a you couple of years. But Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins not their guy? What? I, I like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I think he's underrated. Um, I love him. Plays, but they definitely need to get younger at the position. He's got a couple of years left on that contract. And Anthony Richardson, I mean, just imagine Anthony Richardson in that offense throwing 70-yard bombs for Justin Jefferson, the RPOs with Dalvin Cook. I mean, the offense – the offensive possibilities if, there are endless. If they could get the timing down. I cannot imagine that because I cannot imagine anybody other than the Packers winning that division, except this year <laughs> as it happened. 
I know, I know. The Baltimore Ravens might yeah, take him yeah. off the board, though. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens can end up drafting. I'm that, that they do so. trade Lamar. Yeah, getting out from Lamar, so you never know with that one. Yeah, uh, but we got the Vikings here. Their secondary was so bad this year, and they need to address it. They drafted Andrew Booth and Lewis Seen last year, who were good. Um, when they played, they didn't play very much. So I like Cam Smith a lot out of South Carolina. Physically gifted corner, and I think he's going to fit immediately into this team. Um, I don't really have much to say. They need help at the secondary. Cam Smith, lockdown corner. I love it. At number 24, the Jaguars. They go Kaylee Ringo here. This might be the steal of the first round to get Kaylee Ringo at 24. He might play safety more at the NFL level, but I think he could still play corner. He played well in the college football playoffs. I really like Kaylee Ringo. I think he is going to go higher than this ultimately. It's just the way it fell out. If Jacksonville and they get Calvin Ridley in this Ohio, Ohio State did pick on him early. Well, I mean, granted, that's – you should pick on him when you have arguably the best wide receiver in the country. Not arguably, you do, and Marvin Harrison Jr. And I think if you put Marvin Harrison Jr. in the NFL right now, he would be a top 10 receiver. So, I mean, it's going to give Kaylee Ringo a little bit of trouble. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to end up going in the first round, and I like him quite a bit here. Um, if the Jaguars get Kaylee Ringo here down the board and then they add Calvin Ridley into this offense next year, watch out for the Jaguars. They had a – Sleeper run this year. That division's awful, so they're going to walk away with it again next year. Trevor Lawrence takes another jump. I can see the Jaguars taking that next jump as well. Um, at number 25, we got the New York Giants. In Kentucky's job. There's a few positions. Like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, they could go a few ways here. Wide receivers <laughs> in need. The other Josh. Love any of these. Yeah, mm-hmm. it took me a second. Um there's a the wide receiver is a <laughs> yeah. do I love it? The ones on the board, not really. Um, I'm gonna go with a linebacker here. I think um, I just don't love any of the other positions here. Clark, I like had a great season at Utah. A little undersized. Think he's gonna fall a little bit more. Actually, no. I'm taking Clark Phillips. I think that's the the biggest need for the Giants is their secondary. Adoree Jackson was good. He was injured most of the year. Yeah, Clark <clears throat> Phillips is a little undersized, but. Um, I think they're going to um, make that selection here. Now, this is where I'm going to make a pick that I don't think very many people are going to see coming, and I know there's going to be a conversation about this. Ezekiel Elliott was horrible on Sunday, and it just looks like the time in Dallas is over. I think they get a cap. There's a there's some they save some money by trading or cutting him this year. Tony Pollard's a free agent, and now he broke his fibia in the game. So there's some question marks at running back now for the Dallas Cowboys. This is, there's a running back in this class who is fantastic, and I know running backs aren't drafted very high, but yeah, I'm going to take Lejean Robinson to the Dallas Cowboys here. I don't love it at all because I hate the Cowboys, but I think this is a pick that would benefit Dallas so much. So I'm going to take that one here. It does make some sense, though, I think. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Now that Pollard, yeah. I didn't realize Pollard it broke his, 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 his leg. Wow, that changes yeah. everything. Yeah, and he's a free agent as well, so I don't know how much money he's going to command. And Zeke's getting older. I mean, running backs, they don't last very long. So, Bajan Robinson here at 26 would be huge. Um, then we got the Buffalo Bills. Erratic's question here. Let's see. Up on the board. Do you think Dallas 
drafts a real quarterback because they will never win a championship with Dak. He's mid at best. No, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. If anything, they'll trade, but I don't think they're going to draft. Zeke is washed, 100% agree. But no, I think they're going to roll with Dak for another year. Um, I like Dak, but again, he's mid and uh, in that Kirk Cousins tier of player. I just don't think you're going to win with him. You'll win games, he'll get you to the playoffs, but once you get there, they don't stand a chance against elite talent um at number 27 we got the buffalo bills this is such a tough pick i love jamir gibbs tier because i think their run game is horrible um i like i don't, I don't like edge as much corners a need hmm i'm not gonna take corner i think safety is a bigger need than corner for them and i'm gonna take antonio johnson here for the buffalo bills Jordan Poyer, Jordan Poyer is a free agent. Micah Hyde's coming off a neck injury. And their secondary just got lit up by the Bengals the other day. They need some help in their secondary. And Antonio Johnson, best safety left on the board, could be a nice replacement for whoever uh, Poyer Hyde can slot in, maybe a, a corner position as well. I like him here. And that's the pick I'm going to make. And then at number 28, we got the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to take offensive line, which I probably will anyways, but their offensive line was fantastic on Sunday. Really impressed me. With the restarters out, the way they played that game was incredible. Um, but they still probably are going to go tackle. I think guard is more of a need for them. But do I like John Michael Schmitz, Andrew Voorhees here around one? Not really. I do think Anton Harrison or Dewan Jones will slide into round one. I'm going to take Dewan Jones here. I think he's a little bit more polished as a prospect, and so I'm going to take him here at 28. He could be a nice replacement on that left side and be a really nice piece for them. And then the Broncos here, another team really disappointed this year with what they did, but I still think they've got the pieces in place to be a good team. The first and highest priority for them, though, is to address that offensive line, which was atrocious. Um, and I'm going to take Anton Harrison here. Um both slide into round one here. I like Harrison. think he's going to be a nice player on that left side of the line or right side, put him wherever. I, I think they need offensive line desperately. And then we've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm going to go with an edge rush here. Um, this one's a little bit tough. These edge rushers are all in kind of the same category for me, but I like the upside of Nolan Smith here for the Chiefs. Coming off an injury, but, I mean, he played fantastic at Georgia when he did play. And um, I think he's going to end up being a pick here. So I'm going to go with Nolan Smith. And then the I final pick of round He could be one. a stud. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I like Nolan Smith quite a bit. Uh, reminds me a little bit of David Ojabo coming out of last year's draft. A guy that was injured, um, fell down the board a little bit, but he had all the talent in the world. So I like Nolan Smith. And at 31, the final pick for the Philadelphia Eagles final pick for the first round. And then we can kind of talk about it a little bit before moving on to round two. They are playing fantastic. They're a team that has wanted to run the ball a lot and they've done that. But Miles Sanders is a free agent. I believe Austin Scott's also a free agent. They've got Kenneth Gainwell. They don't have a ton of money and they've got a bunch of free agents. So yeah, I'm going to add Jameer Gibbs to this already electric Philadelphia offense and uh that kind of rounds out round one so what do you guys think I think Man, you're, you're hitting fantastic. the nail on the head for most of them um you know so I, I do want to mention Spiratic says he's got to run off to another meeting 
Um, but uh, we appreciate him being on with us. And one last time we'll here while we take a little pause, Mockter got called into work tonight, and uh, he he led, led us to Josiah here. He's his protégés and um, has his channel and is doing his stuff now. We appreciate Josiah being on with us and filling in. So I just want to mention that while we have a have, have a Jason, you got anything about the first round? I think he hit a lot of uh, a lot of key points. Uh, me personally, like I think it's going to be a lot of movement, especially with that top pick. I think I think Chicago is going to trade out if they're uh, especially if they're sold on Justin Fields. I can see someone trying to come up, like you said, and getting their guy uh, if it, if it's the Bryce kid or whatnot. But I think it's going to be a lot of movement. I think it's going to be some shockers because you know. Every, Every time about this year come, what is it, March, April, that combine starts and, and some guys end up testing well and having some good uh, individual workouts that can move up the draft board. And, you know, the ages do a great job. But, man, hey, that first round, what do you say? I was actually following on the mock draft on my phone, and he was hitting on a lot of things. I was like, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. So <laughs> I, I was keeping up with you, man. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and just Good. to make That's sure that everybody wanted. out there wanna, understands that we – You know, mock draft here. Yeah. Just so that everybody else understands that we uh, we did eliminate trades in this draft. So we went straight down the board, and that's what that's what Josiah was doing so that, you know, anybody that's like, well, there should be a trade in this spot or this <laughs> spot or anything like that. We just, just wanted to make sure everybody is aware – Trades were eliminated for this particular mock draft that we were. Well, we uh, did. We did because it, the playoffs it, it, we, are not over. Right, and and it's and it's obviously we can we can discuss at certain points. Hey, we think a trade may happen here, or you know, hey, you know, uh, there is there there are high talks of trades at these different points, and this is kind of the people that they're looking at, or the the idea of things that are going on. And, and we did discuss that as we went through. And I think that's awesome that we, we hit on that, even though, you know, for the purposes of the mock draft that we're doing in this one, we eliminated trades. Yeah. So. And I do agree. I do think there's going to be a ton of movement, especially yeah, and, at the top, whether that's Chicago trading, uh, Carolina trading, I could see Arizona trading back Colts trading up. I mean, there is going to be a lot yeah. of movement in this draft, but we'll save that for another episode in the future because there's going to be a lot of rumors right. this offseason for trades. Um, and, and we're going to do at least one of these a month. So, you know, we, we can like hit on some of that, the trade talk later, you know, after the players are set and right. the draft order set. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So let's take a look at the second round of this draft. So, I will warn you, my knowledge starts to dip a little bit towards the back end of the second. Still doing some research, but um, I know a good amount about most of these prospects. So the Pittsburgh Steelers right. are on the board here at 32. I think they could use some interior defensive line help, and they probably get the best one on the board here. It's not Siaki Ika. It's Javon Dexter. I really like Javon Dexter at Florida. I think he's going to be a borderline first-round pick. I could see him jumping up the board a little bit here. I really think he's going to be a really nice player. Uh, fills a big need for the Steelers in that interior of their defensive line. Um, they traded Chase Claypool for this pick. What a trade for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, yeah, they get a much-needed improvement on their defensive front, and I love that pick for them. 
At minute number 33, we've got the Houston Texans. I think they're going to go edge rush here. I like Isaiah Foskey. Really productive season at Notre Dame. And, I mean, they get a dominant edge rush, number one receiver, and their quarterback of the future. I mean, this is a perfect draft so far for the Houston Texans, and they should not be upset at all. At number 34, we've got the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's going to be back-to-back tackles off the board here. The Cardinals select Jalen Duncan, and then the Colts select Darnell Wright. And I'll explain the both. Both of these teams need offensive line help. The Colts left tackle. They drafted Ryman in the third round last year. He sucked. And then they drafted Jalen Duncan. Yeah. And or, and then the Cardinals, pretty much their entire offensive line is free agent. They need some help on their offense. I like Jalen Duncan quite a bit, actually. I think he's another guy who could slot into round one. I think he's going to really test well at the combine, jump up. Darnell Wright, good tackle from Tennessee can play that left side, hopefully, for the Colts. They need some stability at that position for C.J. Stroud in this mock draft. So I think those are two important needs that they need to address here. Um, then we got the Los Angeles Rams. A couple ways they could go here. Their offensive line was horrible, but they also could go with an edge here. One of my favorite prospects is still on the board. That's Felix on DK Uzama. I'm going to take him here. I think he's going to have a really nice career in the NFL. They could use some help on the outside of Aaron Donald. And Felix Onyedike Uzama, very physical. It's going to be a really nice um, addition to that defensive line. Pressure the quarterback. Good. I like him here at 36. Can you, uh, the- can you can you look at the guys' um, chat message here and 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 tell him what? Um, this beginning. Did you guys talk about if this is what you guys think teams will do or what you would do? This is more what I would do, but I'm mixing and I talk about what I think teams would do. So when we talked about the Packers, we talked about the offensive line with the Patriots. We talked about how they probably will go offensive line, but I drafted wide receivers. So we're kind of mixing a little bit of both in here. Um, moving on to number 37. We've got thanks, man. The <laughs> yep. Moving on to number thirty-seven, we've got the Seattle Seahawks on the board again. Took Osiris Torrance, took Miles Murphy, and I think they're going to go linebacker here. Another guy I really like, Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. I think he's going to be a really nice piece for whoever picks him up. They could use some linebacker help for sure. Jordan Brooks torn ACL. They could use another linebacker to pair him with. They're going to need to address their defensive line and front seven. Their secondary was really good. But I think linebacker is a big need for them. So we're going to go linebacker. Drew Sanders is a good one. Yeah, I like Drew Sanders quite a bit. I think he's going to be a really nice player in the NFL. I think he's uh, underrated in these blocks for sure. Um, At number 38, we've got the Vegas Raiders. Uh, They need offensive line help. I'm going to go with a right tackle here. I'm going to go with Cody Mock out of North Dakota State. This just – at this point, you're going to see a lot of tackles come off the board because there's a lot of teams that need help on that offensive line. Cody Mock is just a mauler. He's super physical on the outside, and I think he's going to be a huge addition. Pair him on the right side, Colton Miller on the left side. You've got your bookend tackles there. Then you can improve the interior of that offensive line. Carolina here at 39. B.J. Ojolari, they need another edge rush to pair with Brian Burns. Ojolari and Burns on the edge. That just does not sound like something I want to go up against if I'm an offensive line. So huge uh, pickup there for the Panthers. Then at number 40, 
I love this pick, and I don't see a lot of people talking about it. I think there's only one spot where I really like him to go. I'm going to go with Hendon Hooker here. I know he's way down the board there at seven. Hendon Hooker was phenomenal at Tennessee. I live near the Tennessee area. Tennessee was, <laughs> he was. going crazy when Hendon Hooker was healthy. He was so good for this team before the ACL. Had it not been for the torn ACL, I think he goes in round one in the top 15. But the ACL is going to drop him down the board. Hopefully he's able to recover and be healthy. Man, Hendon Hooker in New Orleans so is the think, perfect situation. So you think the a- that's a steal. ACL? That is a steal. Yeah, I mean, do you th- so you so you do think the AC, ACL affected, but oh. you may still is what what you're saying? A hundred percent. I think he's definitely going to fall down the board. Um, right. I, I like I said, I think he would have gone in the top fifteen. I I was so high on Hendon Hooker, his accuracy, his deep ball, his mobility. I mean, he's got it. The only questions I have with Hendon Hooker is his age and now the injury. He was a bit of an older prospect coming into this draft, so. We'll see if that ends up like making a play. I think it's Washington or New Orleans. Yeah, I think it's Washington or New Orleans are the only two teams where I think he would end up making an immediate impact. New Orleans mm-hmm. needs a quarterback. Their wide receiver core with Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. They've got a run game. They've got a defense. He makes them the favorites in the NFC South right away. I think. I love Hendon Hooker to New Orleans. That um, would be a good pick. Then yeah. moving on to number one. We've got the Tennessee Titans. Um, this one's tough. I think they're going to get wide receiver. They got offensive line. I don't know why it says edge is a need. Don't think tight end's a big need. They're going to go wide receiver. I'm trying to think of who I want to pair with Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, when healthy, was great. Um, he wasn't healthy, though. I like Jalen Hyatt. I think he's more of a deep ball threat. Mm, this is tough. I- I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Jalen Hyatt here. I just like the pairing of Jalen Hyatt and Traylon Burks, two very physical, big body receivers down the field. I think that's going to be really tough for defenses to match up against. He's a deep threat. Keep the Tennessee kid in Tennessee. I'm going to go with Hyatt here at number. Pair of Tennessee guys back to back. Uh, yep. Pair of Tennessee guys back to back. And Tennessee there might Titans be would be very with that. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. They need a wide receiver desperately, and I think this is a great yeah. pick for them. Um, at number 42, we got the Cleveland Browns. couple of ways they could go. Um, D-line, they could definitely improve the interior. Hmm. Looking at the board here, offensive lines in play potentially, but I don't really think they're in desperate need there. Linebacker, I like Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. I think he's going to have a big year. Wide receiver is the other position, but we talked about trades. I think this is going to get traded to Arizona in the end. I think this pick is going to go to Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins will go to Cleveland ultimately. But again, we're not doing trades here. Um, and for the purposes of this mock, I'm going to go with Lucas Van Nester. Um, He could play defensive line or edge, I think, wherever you really want to line him up on the line. Um, I think he just fits really nicely. Their run defense was horrible, and getting Van Ness in the middle of that defensive line would be huge for them. So seeing him mocked as high as like number 18, I believe, or I think it was number seven. Daniel Jeremiah had Van Ness way high on his board. So um, falls a little bit in mine. I've got him at 42, but I think he's going to be a nice impact player. We talked about the Jets and they got Brian Branch. Now offensive line. Um, we're going to go with the tackle here. Matthew Bergeron, I love out of Syracuse. Physical guy. I think he's going to end up rising up draft boards. He might even sneak in round one. 
I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Um, and they need some offensive line help. Their line was horrible. Um, Makai Becton, always injured. They need some help there. And I think Bergeron's going to be the guy. Uh, then we got the Atlanta Falcons here. Um, oh, my. How did I let this happen? Um, I'm going to take Emmanuel Forbes here. Um, I, I'm i kind of surprised. I usually have Emmanuel Forbes go higher. He just kind of, like, fell out of my memory for whatever reason. But Emmanuel Forbes is really good. <laughs> Great corner, um, racked up a lot of interceptions at Mississippi State. And I think pairing Emmanuel Forbes with A.J. Terrell is incredible. So give me Emmanuel Forbes here for the Falcons. And then pairing um, Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs with another wide receiver here. I mean, I like tight end too. I think tight end's definitely in play because Robert Tunyon is, I don't know what he is. They could definitely go with a tight end here. I like Washington as a very physical piece. Just trying to think what's going to be most beneficial for Jordan Love, who I'm predicting will be the starter next year. I think a a safety blanket in the middle of the field there at tight end. So I'm going to go with Darnell Washington here. I like Josh Downs a lot. I like Zay Flowers, Kayshawn Bouti, but Darnell Washington I think is going to be a really nice piece for the Packers. Be a great tight end in a position they need. So I'm going to go with him there at 45. And then we got the Patriots here. I think they could use some help on the interior of their offensive line. And I'm going to go with John Michael Schmidt. You could even play him at center. They need some help in that interior. Wanted to, I thought about going Osiris Torrance in round one, uh, but we went with Jordan Addison for them. I really like uh, John Michael Schmidt here. I think he's going to be the guy for me here. Then we've got the Washington Commanders. think they need corner here. And I'm going to go with Garrett Williams, a guy actually I had mocked and won for quite a while. He fell down my board quite a bit, and um, I really like him to Washington. Good corner. I think he's going to end up being a nice piece. Detroit. Ooh, okay. I think they're going to go tight end here. Maybe they could go with an edge rusher. Yeah, we're going to go with an edge rusher, actually. We're going to go with Andre Carter here for me he's huge uh seven um and he's pairing him with aiden hutchinson james houston i mean that's a really nice duo hutchinson was fantastic his rookie season getting him another guy on the opposite side to rush the quarterback i think is fantastic i like andre carter here we talked about the steelers taking wide receiver in round one potentially i kind of like it here at number 49 i mean i like andrew Voorhees a lot but I think they could wait a little bit on that interior. They got a tackle already. They got some defensive line help. But why not address wide receiver and pair Josh Downs with George Pickens and Deontay Johnson? Josh Downs in the slot, he's super fast. I think you could play him even as like a special teams guy. Has incredible speed. He's just electric, can break games open. We saw him do it multiple times with North Carolina. I think he would be awesome in this offense. Fryermuth, Pickens. Johnson, sign me up for this. Um, then we've got that, at number fifty. That'd Bay be Buccaneers. a good a good probably, selection for them. Yeah, I like that one Downs. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At number fifty, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think offensive lines could be improved. Um, and I'm going to go with Andrew Voorhees here. Um, yeah, I don't care who's starting at quarterback next year. Their offensive line was very underwhelming this year. 
they need to improve it. So I like Voorhees here at 50. At number 51, Miami needs a run game so badly. Um, this is tough. There's some good running backs. I like Devin Cheney. I like Zach Evans. I like Zach Charbonnet. Um, maybe they could even go with interior. No, I don't like any of the guards left for where they're at. Linebacker. No, I'm going to go with the running back here. I'm going to go with Zach Evans out of Mississippi. Just a good back. They just need a number one running back. I like the best out of the guys on the board. So I'm going to go with Zach Evans for the Dolphins. And then we you got like him more than Miller at a TCU? Yeah, I think Miller undersized. I know height isn't too important, but I think he's going to fall probably to like the fourth round, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, they've got him okay. ranked at 160, but I think he's going to fall a little bit. Um, at number 52, uh, this would be a spot, if they hadn't taken Drew Sanders to get Noah Sewell, it would be huge for them. I actually think an underrated need for the Seahawks is wide receiver here. I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. I think he would be a perfect slot receiver to lock it in Metcalf. They need a third weapon in that office, and I think Zay Flowers, they've gone three straight picks defensively, out of pick offensively now. And then staying on the wide receiver train here, I'm going to go with Rasheed Rice for the Chicago Bears. Um, really like him. I think he could. He has wide receiver one potential, um, and he would be huge for Chicago. They need a number one receiver. I think he's the guy here at 53. Get Justin Fields a weapon. At number 54, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, they took Brian Brissett in round one. They're going to go with a tight end here in round two, and that is going to be Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Just a nice weapon. I know. Oh, I took Jordan Battle. Scratch that. That is Dalton Kincaid. I can't like go back and change that. That's Dalton Kincaid. Um, I don't think I was going to have Battle picked in here anyway, so we're good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I like Dalton Kincaid here. And then sticking with that, we're going to go with Luke Musgrave out of. Oregon State for the Lions here. After trading Hawkinson, think they could use some help at the tight end position. So that's going to be my pick there for them. At number 56, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, wide receiver, I know they've got some guys coming back. Calvin Ridley will be back. Christian Kirk was great for them. Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. Get another receiver I still think could be huge. I'm going to go with Cedric Tillman here out of Tennessee. I like his him a lot had it not been for injuries i think he would be a little bit higher on the board and then consequentially yeah, I, I think he would think definitely be a first rounder i think he would be a first yeah. rounder if he had got to play this year yeah i think it's very possible and then Keishon Bouti at 57 for the giants a guy played fantastic his first uh season and then kind of fell off a little bit he's super gifted but the giants need a receiver and uh Keishon Bouti fits what they need so good draft so right. far from the giants at number 58 uh the dallas cowboys took Bajon robinson in round one and now they get another steal I, I love noah sewell uh and getting another linebacker leeton vanderesh free agent I, I think he's gonna be an incredible acquisition if dallas is able to land him i would consider taking sewell in round one if i'm the cowboys it's late in round two is a massive steal i think um and then we got the Buffalo Bills here at 59. Um, let's see. I'm probably going to go with a running back here. And I like 
Devin Achaney, a little bit undersized, but just a workhorse in that backfield. And they just need a guy who can run the ball. They really struggled with that against Cincinnati. When they needed to run it, they weren't able to. And then we're moving on to the Bengals again. I'm gonna, I might even go tight end again. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to go with Tucker Craft <laughs> here out of South Dakota State. Hayden Hurst is a free agent, and he was really good for the Bengals this year. I'm not sure that they bring him back. And even if they do, just adding some depth in that tight end room would help. I'm not selecting Dalton Kincaid. That is the Chargers pick, so I didn't want to do that. But, um, yeah. Moving on tight to number 61, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, this is a good tight end class. There's a few guys. I believe that's yeah. the third on the, off the board there. So I like some of the tight ends in this draft. Um, Carolina at 61, they've had a pretty solid draft. Corner, quarterback, edge rusher. I definitely could see wide receiver going off the board here, but I just don't love any of the guys left for where they're at on the board. Defensive line could be in play. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Will McDonald out of Iowa State. Like his ability, think he has some a high ceiling, so I'm going to take him here. Would be a nice pairing with Derek Brown in the middle of that defense. Uh, then we're going to go with another running back off the board. This is where we're going to take Zach Charbonnet um, from UCLA. They just the Chiefs need a running back. I like Pacheco, but getting some depth in that room. McKinnon, he's not going to be able to be there forever. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has not been very good, so I'm going to take Zach Charbonnet there. Um, at number 63 for the Eagles, we're going to go with a safety here. I like J.L. Skinner out of Boise State quite a bit, and he would be incredible acquisition for this team. I believe we had Joey Porter going there also, so I really like him. And then the final pick of the mock draft, Chicago Bears. They took Jalen Carter, number one. There's still a hole on the outside of this defensive line. Derek Hall is going to be the pick from Auburn at number 64, which would be a huge acquisition. And um, that is all 64 picks of the first two rounds of this mock. So that's great, man. I appreciate doing this with us. Uh, but I do have – so where's Jack Campbell? And I, I, I didn't hear his name. Do you have him? Um, is he not listed in yeah, the top I two do. rounds? I do have him listed in the top two rounds. Similar to the Emmanuel Forbes thing, kind of slipped my mind a little bit, but just it's kind of the way the board fell. Linebackers weren't aren't like a huge need in this draft, and I'm going to close right. my tab here. Um, since the linebackers aren't a huge need uh, for most teams, and I think just the way the board fell, Jack Campbell wasn't picked. I can see the Lions taking him, the Cowboys taking him, the Giants taking him. Um, I am very high on Jack Campbell. Andrew Sanders, I think they're both going to be really good players. I just – he was just one guy that had was one. in my I didn't, I didn't hear. Yeah. I see you, you You only had one one Auburn guy. I know that Auburn hasn't had a whole lot of talent that they've produced uh, recently just because of kind of where they've been. But uh, are there any other Auburn guys, you know, that might be, you know, third or fourth round guys that you're looking at? I like Tank Bigsby, the running back. I think he'll probably yeah. end up going in the third, fourth round. He's going to be a nice pickup for whoever. Uh, he's the first name that comes to mind when talking about Auburn prospects. Is that going to be the I same like that too, thing yeah. with Chris Rodriguez in Kentucky? 
He's more he of could a, be a fourth round guy. Round but pick. Yeah. Yeah, he probably will be. They just used him so much. His numbers are kind of inflated. His usage rate was huge for Kentucky last season. So I think that's going to really factor into what teams are thinking. But um, I, I like Rodriguez. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we're college sportscast, and we're asking you a few questions about. Jason, you got any questions from any of the players that you know, old players or anything? And you know what I could I could ask, but I do know that uh, a lot of Ole Miss players are probably third got probably got a third round grade on them, depending on you know who ends up having a good combine, and I know things could change. Uh, so I'll be reserved for the next. I, I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to call my sources down in Oxford, and I'm going to have a discussion <laughs> that way. I can have better information to bring to the table. <laughs> right. I got you. Man, Josiah, we really appreciate you stepping in tonight, today, um, and filling in for my guy when he got called into work. So you come on with us, you hit it out uh, out of the park, and we're bringing on with us. So I know I want to set because I was a little worried – this afternoon, you know, and uh, I got news that, that that he was going to be called to work. I thought, uh-oh, I've been promoting the hell out of this thing for the last three weeks. And uh, no. and then he's like, man, I got this protege. He'll do a great job for you and everything. And him talk for a minute. He told me who you were. I actually was already following you. You, uh, um, we're in a, a, another network together, and and when I pulled you up, up I was already following you, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know this guy, I've seen him around, and uh, so it, it was good to uh, you come on and to fill the spot. You've done a great job for us tonight, and I just want to say from my end, and I appreciate it. So the guys can say whatever they want to say too. Yes, thank you very much. This has been Jump very in there, insightful. Roberts. So, yeah. Appreciate <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. And if you guys ever need me to come on again, I'm I'm free game. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, man. We'll hit you up. It, it was it was great to do and it's fun to do. And you can, like, squeeze in. A little less talking back and forth and squeeze in another round through the first two days. Yeah, we can do that. All right. And I'm going to wish you well. You can, I know you've got some other things that you're, so I appreciate you and being with us. I, I've got a couple of uh, things that I need to talk about for the podcast and we'll continue on for just a minute. But if you want to bid for well, uh, we appreciate you being with us, man. You have an awfully good night, and I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for having me. All right. All right, man. All right, guys. 
So I really hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I do want to say we had some of the defense boys on with us, sporadic winning edge sports made a comment. Um, and uh, we had some of the guys on with us tonight. And we appreciate you guys being on with us. We hope everybody enjoyed this show. It was awfully fun to do and to do the mock draft. We are planning one of these a month and maybe two in April leading up to the April draft. Um, it is at the end of the month. I think it's the 27th, 28th, and 29th of April. So we are planning one in January, one in February, one in March, and possibly two in April. Um, and we may work our way up to where we're doing a couple, a few more, more rounds as well. So if you guys enjoyed this, this is something that we're going to do each month. And uh, you guys can jump on board, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, we, we would appreciate you guys doing that. Come on, make some comments. It's awfully fun doing this. We enjoy it. Um, and Roberts, do you have any any like announcements or anything that you want to make? I mean, we've got uh, we've got some really awesome guests that we will be uh, that that we have lined up, and I mean to the point where I think we may be getting pretty close to having one guest a guest per show uh if we uh if we keep going the way that we're going um maybe not necessarily always on the sunday show but our tuesday thursday shows look like we may be getting uh guests on every one of them and we've got some really good ones coming up as well so Correct, we just man. gotta work and, everything and, out right 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 and uh that i are we good with a? Uh, I think the the one that 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 uh, that that you've got lined up there, uh, Jason. It whenever we, whenever we we're good? ready to announce that one, it? I would love to. I would love to announce it. Are we good with it, Jason? <laughs> I, I I know tonight. Uh, like I said, I know he's in the studio, uh, and so I'll probably talk to him. Um, Sometime tonight, tomorrow. So I'm trying. I trust me. I'm trying to lock that down and confirm. Oh it. yeah. Oh yeah. When that one, when 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 you have that one locked down, uh, that is going to be a a huge announcement when we announce. No doubt. That, it is that particular guest. Uh, yeah. So and we've got another one that's in the way in the wings too. That will be also very big. I mean, we've got several like great guests that we've got lined up and we got some baseball that, guys coming up. John's got some baseball correct. guys coming up. Got some baseball uh, guys. For, for got college some baseball fans. Yep. I've got a former, I've got a former player that will uh, most likely join us uh, as well outside of the, uh, the guy that does the pod that, that does a, uh, a podcast. There is another former player um, that will also most likely be, uh, joining us, um, we'll lock that one down, and there's going to be several, several different ones that do, you know, baseball, basketball, and football. So that's we've got a couple uh, of bracketol uh, March Madness bracketology guys correct. that we are trying to fit in and work out too. So we've got a, <laughs> a 
a, a kind of a list of guys. What he was talking about, I mean, we could do Tuesdays and Thursdays for at least three weeks right now, um, if not longer. Um, and uh, I think you know, so. so we, yeah, I think we're I think we're loaded for for through February and even March. You know, with guests, and then I mean, right. we're already we're already starting to stack up April with uh with a few of the ones that uh you're you're talking about with uh doing yeah. you know mock draft and and the other guy that we're going to bring in in April. So that would be right. Uh, right. We got a awesome. big one potentially in, in April with that too. So um, we got a lot Correct. of great things going on. We I, I do want to announce again that we are part of the the fanboys. Um, they have a nonprofit organization going on for 2023. It's called Home for Our Troops. They uh, help support mostly wounded veterans, injured veterans, and they've been building homes for these veterans for over 20 plus years. Um, so they are a very, very organization. You, for every dollar that you give to the organization, 90 cents of it or more goes towards building homes for these wounded veterans. They're building homes and rebuilding lives. You can give to them at hfotusa.org, www.hfotusa.org. If... uh, Please consider giving to our and giving to them. We would appreciate it at the fanboys. Jason, you got any other announcements you want to make? Man, look, just keep your fingers crossed. Uh, I got some <laughs> things in the park, man. I got some uh, some some meetings that I need to attend. Some guys I need to run into. Some prospects I need to run into. New AAU deal that's going to be announced pretty soon. That now that now I, I hadn't told you guys about that one. Oh wow! That hasn't yet. This is so breaking that, okay. even to us. Yeah, this is breaking so news. If, uh, yeah, so <laughs> this goes through. Then I might. Uh, I already know what both of you got. When I tell you this off the air, what I might have going on, eyes are going to pop out your head. Uh, I mean, this is a lot of things going on, man. Just trying to uh, you know get back to swing of things and kind of like I said get back on my square uh so I can make things happen all around uh, you know so you know 2023 all right. it sounds might, great and should be a big year it should be it sounds like I got a feeling we are are, are going to do something big this year guys so uh y'all hang in with us and uh we appreciate every single with us and commenting and being being along the ride tonight for our NFL mock draft. Uh, we will be on on Thursday night. Uh, I believe it's going to be at our regular time, eight nine uh, eight Central, nine Eastern, on Thursday night. Um, and then I think we'll be at our regular time on Sunday at three and four Central and Eastern. So, y'all join us, and uh, if done, we'll call it a night. Everything, all right. Everything good. We sure do appreciate. We sure do appreciate y'all being on with us. Y'all have a good night. See you guys down the road.